There we go. Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Monday, August 7th. Yeah, I know it's a little weird. Sorry. All right, cool. <laughs> we we all got obligations, so we're doing it on Monday. Don't worry. You know, we're still gonna give you some warrior cast, some warrior cast today, but just in case you guys forgot and don't remember, um, I am with, I'm hosted and co co-hosting with the future Pulitzer winning winner. I mean, winner, uh, Michael Carroll. Thank you, Andrew. I would like to accept this reward on behalf of everyone that said I couldn't do it. Ha ha. Yeah. Uh, making, yeah. making the haters pay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't win anything, but Hey, that's probably what I would say. Yeah. There you go. Um, thank you. As always, Andrew, I always appreciate you inviting me on the podcast. Oh man, it, like I say, it's no no better person I could think of, especially for the Warrior. Yeah, you, our our love for this show and how much we've been promoting it as as you know, two people, um, mm-hmm. has been. This is all I can really ask for because I love this show. I, I do. I hope we get a season four. Our love for the show is unmatched. Well, <laughs> I mean, probably it actually probably is matched, but hey, it's unmatched for us locally. For sure. I, mean, I think locally we got it in the bag oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, where you can find the Cruise Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast. Also on Twitter at Nice Town Finance. And Michael, where can they find you? Well, they can find me on social media at Producer Mike 975. Uh, just search that and you'll find me there on pretty much everything. And then you can also check out Comic Cast, the podcast I host with Jong Lee. Uh, that podcast is out each and every week. Um, and you can find that on all your favorite podcast platforms. Um, C-O-M-I-C-A-S-T. Ooh, and you guys better go check that out, especially for the the Secret Invasion breakdown which was very well done uh you weren't with jung this week with jung this week who, who were you with i was with uh alicia gilstorf of telltale tv uh she joined me on the podcast last week to talk about yeah breaking down all about secret invasion and a lot of what went wrong uh on that so it was uh it was definitely a long conversation but it was a it was a fun one for sure uh because yeah we did dive into a lot of the things that we thought kind of struggled about it um, and there was some positive, some here and there, but yeah, for the most part, it was, you know, I, I don't recommend it. Uh, if you found positive in that, um, you know, you, you're good people. I just don't, I don't, <laughs> I could not find anything. To, the only thing I find positive about the show, about if I put my two cents in for a second, is the acting. Like, I don't, they, they did some acting during it because that, was a poorly written show. I think my favorite character, I know it's kind of weird, but it's fine. My favorite, well, oh goodness, I forgot her name. The crazy lady, the crazy British lady. Oh, uh, Sonia, Sonia Fallsworth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sonia, that was my favorite character. Every time she came onto the screen, it was like, she was like nicely sadistic. And it was just, <laughs> I don't know how it worked out, but it worked out for her. But yeah, she was the best. I think she was my favorite character throughout this whole thing. And then Cr- Gravik was just, went from like, top 10 to like yeah i don't even know how to really like in sports terms i don't even know how to explain them like that was just bad how his downfall went from here to all the way down he was 
He was like Texas A&M. You thought they were going to do well, and then they blew it, and then they dropped to unranked very quickly. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. For Houston. I'm sorry, a m Aggies. I, I just had to. I sorry. Truth hurts. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So definitely go check out Comicast with uh, Michael Carroll and uh, and Jung Lee. And um, you know, do y'all have anything planned for this week? Because since Secret Invasion is gone, I'm just like maybe a little preview. So. Uh, Jong is going to be out again this week. So I have a newcomer to the podcast, uh, Leo from Geekly Goods. Uh, it's a YouTube channel. Um, I hope I'm getting that right, Leo. I apologize if I haven't. Uh, we were actually going to record it today, but due to scheduling, we're going to record it tomorrow, Tuesday, August 8th, and release it August, was that August 9th? Wednesday, August 9th. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like, since we're not really covering a show right now with secret invasion wrapping up, uh, we'll probably be more so discussing just kind of in general, what's going on in the news. Uh, obviously the Loki season two trailer dropped. So we'll be talking about that. Um, and then this actually just broke. Apparently Marvel visual effects studios, uh, workers have unionized or voted to unionize. I haven't read the story yet, so I don't really know too much about it, but it literally, uh, just came through, not too long before we started recording just now. So uh, we may be discussing a little bit about that and also some of the delays that have uh, shaken up the Sony Spider-Verse uh, in terms of, what is it, Beyond the Spider-Verse, I think has been delayed indefinitely. Craven has been delayed until next year and other things that have happened. So it's a lot of shifting and a lot of a lot of stuff to, to get to in terms of the news. So we'll be diving into that. A little change of pace from our weekly recaps. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, yeah, it, it's just a lot of news, especially with the strike and everything. I just, I'm, I'm very yeah. curious about what's going to happen. But what I'm not curious about is episode eight, Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that, that, that is not curiosity. We're about to kill Ooh. this cat, but all right, Man. no, uh, <laughs> but um, so this episode, it seems I don't know what it is with me, but may maybe you have the same feeling, but like it feels like these episodes are like it doesn't seem like there's that many scenes, and then but so much happens. I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm weird. Like I'm like, all right, this is fifty minute episode. It did not feel like fifty minutes whatsoever. Maybe it's the action. In between the stories and everything like that but like mm -hmm. i even rewatched it and i was like wow that, i didn't really i didn't feel like i missed anything but at the same time I'm like it seemed really short I, I don't know maybe it's just me uh i didn't know that it felt short it was just a lot happened in the span mm -hmm. of that like 50 minutes um it was like writing out the list of things like as, as i do my notes it was like okay, this happened. Like it was a it was a cram packed episode. It may not have been as long as some of the other episodes, but it it man, it definitely pushed a lot of things forward. Coming off of a quieter episode in episode seven, mm -hmm. um, because obviously episode six was was a knockdown drag out whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, episode eight, uh, man, if you wanted some noise to happen in episode eight, it really delivered in that. And then there was a couple of moments where I felt like. Oh, this is the end of the episode, and no, they kept going and, and showcasing different things that happened. Uh, but yeah, it's the episode eight has really changed the game for a lot of uh, alliances and loves and whatnot. Like it's 
it's changed the game in a lot of ways for a lot of the characters. So the way this episode started was the we, we start to see the wedding scene between uh, Mai Ling and Leong. And, uh, you know, it's a big celebration. And but it, it who would have known that there was so much going on in the background? Uh, well, we pretty much had an idea that, like, probably there's going to be a bunch of things happening in the background. Didn't know most of the stuff that was going on was going to happen. That was like the the whole wedding sequence was it was nice it was great seeing like a traditional Chinese wedding and um, seeing the tongs actually being to, really they united Chinatown in this wedding to tell the truth mm-hmm. it was uh, very nice but at the same time kind of ripped everything apart <laughs> during this wedding after the wedding or I guess during the reception uh, or yeah during the reception so um, definitely this wedding had a lot of ramifications. Especially I, with Myling. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think we definitely should start with Myling and Lee Young and everything because the the wedding was definitely like it wasn't like a red wedding. Like that was my one of my things about like, is it gonna be bad? Is it gonna be good? And it was fine. Like the wedding seemed to go off without a hitch, and everyone seemed to be for the most part. I mean, everyone's kind of eyeing each other, you know, feeling each other out, but for the most part, it was like a, a nice celebration. Everyone's there having a ball, having having a good time. Uh, even Lee and Mosley show up, which I thought Mosley would be more involved in the party, mm-hmm. but he really didn't. Um, but that's fine. But uh, yeah, no, the red wedding happened afterwards. It was an after party red wedding of sorts because I, I don't know about you, Andrew. I thought my Ling would make a move towards the elders in some way. I didn't think she'd pull off like a Michael Corleone type thing where she wipes everybody out, you know, like nothing while like the, the juxtaposition of her and Lee Young consummating their marriage to at the same time, one elder, this elder, all these elders are getting killed left and right brutally. I didn't expect them all to die. I thought she would pull like some kind of angle uh, to hold over them or something like that. I didn't expect her to just straight up murder everyone. Hold on, Michael. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Sorry. Something just happened. Uh oh. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear you. That's oh, no. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. No? I mean, well, I can't hear you. No. Okay, now I can hear you. Oh, you can hear me? Okay, cool. I'm so sorry. I don't know what just happened. I don't know either. No. Oh. I'm so I promise sorry. it wasn't me. <laughs> Something happened with my like microphone and things like that. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't hear it. I didn't hear a word that you said. Like um, ah. when you started asking me a question, I'm so sorry. Oh no, you're good. Uh, I was just asking. I like. I was just saying. I don't know what you thought. Like in terms of what my ling would do with the elders. Mm-hmm. But I didn't expect. Like I basically, I didn't expect her to just wipe all the elders out. Like I thought there would be some kind of like bigger game 
you know, that she would play. Like I didn't expect her to just wipe them all out. Um, and, and one fail swoop swoop at that ex- outside of Kong pack, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But I, that was a shock to me. I don't know if that shocked you as much as it did me, but that, that, that was a shock. I did not think that she was going to go after them that early, like uh, not early, but like in that, that quickly, way. that was our red wedding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very quickly. And what also surprised me is that she used the hatchet men. And mm-hmm. I, I wonder how she was able to convince them maybe with the money, maybe with the fake money or something. But at the same time, it seems like they would have more allegiance towards the elders than they would towards my link. Like she just took over. She actually really just joined the Tong herself and they're following her orders, even without Leon, like having any backing on this mm-hmm. whatsoever. And it did surprise. It really did. I was like, Oh, what? Like the, when the first one, I guess he was sleeping and they covered his mouth and everything like that. And, uh, and killed him. I was like, I said, that's one of the elders, is it? And then, you know, you start to look around, like you start seeing them getting picked off one by one very quickly by the hatchet. And I'm just like, yo, this is, she is diabolical. And, you know, and compact. Um, I'm glad they didn't show him surviving it. Like have us kind of like leave us in suspense for at least a scene. <laughs> but um, it, it definitely really surprised me that she went after them like with so swiftly. I was very, very surprised by that. I yeah, I was I was surprised so much. And and I I did have like a I feel like that's a little weird that the elders like there was one of the elders was just walking down an alley by himself. So I felt like mm, I feel like elders would have bodyguards. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know how it works. So I could be wrong. But I felt like some of the elders, it didn't make sense necessarily, but like it's a, it's a it's a nitpick from me. Mm-hmm. Um because it still just shows the diabolical nature of of uh my ling especially what what was it chow said something about uh about her to assam it's like oh she looks happy and you would think so outside of like all the you know other stuff and the murder so uh, yeah. you know she she straight up murdered a bunch of them uh murdered a bunch of people this time time around and and like you I'm assuming it's just the maybe the like core long Z soldiers mm-hmm. that she has at her disposal were the ones that carried out the orders because yeah, these are all tongs that were brought into the long Z. I would imagine the soldiers would be loyal to their respect. Like obviously they've they've claimed loyalty to the long Z over overall, but still mm-hmm. there would be an inherent I think loyalty to your respective tong that you were initially a part of. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, so I would imagine like the folks that follow Kung Pak into, into the long Z would probably not be happy with him, you know, biting a bullet or biting yeah. a neck break. <laughs> yeah. it, it was just, it, it was a weird situation to me I, because I thought they held elders to like a very, very high standard, like not a high standard, but a high protective. Mm-hmm. Like you said, seeing one of them walking the alleyway, even if you're not in war, he still would normally have like bodyguards or somebody around yeah. to kind of like protect him. And and maybe and maybe not like I you know maybe I'm wrong, but like that was like the one like where I'm like uh, I mean I feel like some of them should be like protected in some way. Um, 
but yeah, that would be like my main nitpick of, of anything. But I, I think the bigger thing is that it shows what my Ling is willing to do still mm-hmm. for power and for unquestioning loyalty. But obviously now things have switched up because, you know, obviously Kong Pak, once he's like almost killed, he's not going to back down. He's going to want her life. Mm-hmm. And he tried to appeal to Lee Young in multiple instances, like to listen, uh, listen to the elders to at least like be our voice to my Ling, you know, like she's going to force our hand. So we're just asking you to be that voice. But Lee Young wasn't having it. And then, I mean, at that point, I don't know that there was anything Lee Young could have done because it seemed like the plan had already been set in motion. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I, at that point he had been so like, I'm for, this is my wife now. I like, this is, you know, I'm going to support her no matter what, but you know, the different situations that have happened previously had probably questioned it a little bit, but still deep down, he cares for her, loves her and everything. But this Kong pack coming through and like, I'm going to, I'm going to take you out, you know, obviously for what you did to all the elders, to me. And I, I mean, I, I get I 100% understand why. <laughs> and what did you think about the that fight scene cuz that was one of my favorite fight scenes of this whole pretty much almost this whole series. That was a really really well choreographed fight scene between Lee Young and uh Compact. It's cuz you can tell that comp, they they have practiced against each other here and there yeah. and like normally he rolls over people. Like Lee Young normally rolls over people. It's just easy it's easy money like i guess we we got kind of like a um a foreshadowing when they first when they first uh walked in on during the wedding and they were yeah. doing a whole little dance there too and it was cool to see like leon actually have to like he, he actually struggled like even with assam yeah he struggled a little bit but with this one it's like he struggled because one side is compact knows pretty much all his moves or you know that we've seen like during these during just this season alone like them practicing here and there and then we get to a point where they're about to fight each other and i guess it's hard to try to like you you got to you're choosing between your best friend and your wife now well now wife and uh it just that fight scene alone was just it was very well done i feel bad because um was it Mark? Is, is this Mark Damascus? Something like that. Uh, Mark Dacascus. Dacascus. Um, he always seems like he comes in like these shows or movies as like the the guy that shakes things up, and then they kill him off. And I feel bad because yeah. I feel like he he can bring more to the table, and and uh, like this character, like pretty much, it seems like he's getting typecast. Kind of sucks, but no. um, this was to me, this was a great fight scene. Like this is. I mean, we had a couple fight scenes in this in this show for sure. I mean, this episode alone, we had a couple fight scenes that you know make you jump for joy. But this one was like a really sad one to me, and this was actually a really sad and really like um. I, I'm, it just I wish that we we got more of compact like trying to just you know whistle and and um and Lee Young's there and instead of them having to come to this point where they got to kill each other because that's all that was the only thing you could did could do. Yeah. It was. It's tough because, yeah, obviously Kong Pak and and Lee Young have shared. You know, they have a bond that was built before the Tongs and everything, and 
it was put to the test and obviously Lee Young chose his wife over that. And it's understandable, but like, I think the interesting thing about it was Lee Young. This is probably the most emotion we've seen from Lee Young and the least mm -hmm. in control. I think he's been, he's always in control with the fights and he was in control to a certain extent, but he was also, I don't think he was giving it his full, I shouldn't say full all, but like, I think he was holding back a little bit in terms of, I don't want to like kill my kill. friend. Mm -hmm. um, it, it took like finally like him throwing the, the knife and, and almost killing my Ling to like, finally like make him like really just break, break Kong pack. Um, but he was, he was really trying not to hurt him. Like he, he did that one, like almost like open, like palm, like punch to his chest. Yes. And yeah. I thought that like broke a rib or something. <laughs> and it seemed like it was, he was going to be out of it at that point. So I thought that was going to maybe wrap up the fight. Um, but again, it was just another case of him just trying to like injure him and not but not kill him like make sure he could he would not go further like he's telling him stay down like don't do this he, he lee young was doing what he could but he realized there was no stopping kong pack like there was just no stopping he was going to come at my Ling no matter what mm -hmm. um but that fight breaks lee young it, oh yes yeah. it, it it completely breaks him emotionally mentally i mean he didn't want to kill kill kong pack and then to have it revealed because it's yet again another situation that we've seen over and over with my ling where she makes these plans without lee yong and including him into it to be a voice of reason of any kind she makes these moves behind his back and like this time i think he says it to chow towards the end of the episode she's gone too far like this is going this is I don't know that Leon comes back from that, but both of them need each other to run the long Z. They like right. Leon could probably do it, but he doesn't have the foresight that, and the, I guess the business acumen uh, that my Ling has, but my Ling doesn't necessarily command the same respect that Leon does. And because Leon, I, I mean, Assam's probably close to him, but like I think Lee Young is probably the most respected but also feared fighter in the area, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, because he beat you know everybody saw that he beat yeah. um Assam, so yeah, he beat Assam. So it's like, I mean, he's he's arguably the most respected person there, and also the most feared. So Mai Ling, you you need him. She can't like, like I don't see her like trying to kill him in any in any sense but i don't know where they go from here like that that the marriage was a happy marriage for one night and now it's completely shattered with with what my ling did it's it, like her killing these elders was definitely the worst thing she could have did well no i'm sorry the worst thing she probably could have did was pretty much have lee young do what he did to um to compact like and also that was like one of the nastiest finishing moves while looking in her eyes that was just it was yeah whew, that was brutal that, that bothered me <laughs> but That's this brutal. is also the first time i think we saw him really like drink or like do anything outside of like something like you said out of control like 
him drinking with Chow and be over Compact's body. It was just like, yeah, you can kind of, that's a broken man right there. And he doesn't know where he's going to go from here. Like, in like they said, and like Chow said, he said, she, she needs you. <laughs> like, I don't think you understand. Like, she need, she might have married you. You might think she married you out of love, but she married you really out of protection. And it was, it, it, it sucks to like see that like realization finally come to Leon. Like, I've been being used this whole time. Like I, like I'm pretty much like the 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 sword. I'm the, I'm yeah. her sword right now. So it just it, it sucks that like she doesn't trust him enough with the like you said with the business acumen. She, I don't think she trusts him on the business side of anything because she has been making decisions left and right clearly without him, and he's supposed to be like the number two. And um, I, I think that uh, Longzi actually Pat Leong part of the plans like doing you know being part of the plans what they're going to do with the tongue and everything like that and this time around he's out of control like he has no control of anything any new happenings happen with the with the tongue and it kind of sucks for him but um i wonder what's going to happen because like you said they need each other like it's not like well like we like i've been saying leon like oh i'm sorry what father june said leon's a follower he, he's not yeah. he's he's not a that's not his thing he's he's gonna follow whatever somebody else does i mean wherever somebody mm-hmm. tells him like you point him there he's gonna do it so it's just it, it kind of like sucks that he's getting that realization like oh man i've been a follower this whole time and my ling has trying to be being a boss this whole time mostly you know she was married to a warlord in china and now she finally has some semblance of control and she's not letting that go by any stretch and she's going to points where she's killing elders with her their own people is like is whoo this episode is going to have some really heavy ramifications about the long z that i didn't think was going to happen until like the last episode like this is wild it's it's definitely wild man i mean the the myling she's treated Leong, yeah like a weapon in, in a sense and i think that's how he kind of feels uh a weapon that's being just directed and like when she i think she does i mean i i, I think she loves him i don't think there's a question about that but I, mm-hmm. I do think she lets her business like her hunger for power and stuff like that like get in the way of a lot of things and like when she's trying to convince him like i did it for us and da 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 i mean you kind of did it for you to make sure like there is no question to your lo- to your power there mm-hmm. is nobody to challenge you in in, in any sense because leong as father june says he's a follower and he's loyal to my ling probably to a fault obviously <laughs> And he would never go against her. So she would never do. I don't think she would ever threaten him in any way. And like we just said, she needs him as much as he needs her. Like it's, they both need each other to, to make the long Z work. Mm-hmm. So, but like her saying the things that she was saying to him and he just, you know, obviously it just tells her go. It's, it almost sounded like it was the things that she was trying to convince herself about it. You know, like she, it was the right thing to do. I, I, it was they were gonna you know wipe us away, but I guess it could also have been her trying to manipulate the situation as well. Like with my Ling, she's always playing like chess. She's always making different moves and things like that. So it could like I don't know if it was just her 
trying to convince herself that she did the right thing or if it was her trying to manipulate Lee Young into proving that she did the right thing by wiping out the elders. Yeah, I, I think, no, it, like you were saying, she was definitely trying to convince herself, like, you know, we just doing the right thing. I killed them because, you know, they were going to take away everything. No, they were trying to take away everything from you. They were yeah. actually trying to get him to be the guy, be the long Z. The problem is, is that they were going, I think that the elders were going to try to use Lee Young as like their, their Vader to Pal- Palpatine. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, mean, I did not. I'm sorry about the, the Star Wars reference, guys. <laughs> you're not nerdy enough for this i'm sorry but the um that that's what i think they wanted to kind of use him for because you know long as he was running it pretty much un untalked i mean un un um unchallenged so so they weren't going to challenge uh the right the you know the main older guy that was there before you know she killed him like just like with compact said what really happened to long z do you know how he really died you know and i was like oh hold on I thought that was interesting to bring up to Lee Young in that moment. I, I think it was an interesting thing because I don't, I don't think that's going to um, – I don't think you just throw throw that that line out there without having some follow-through with that. So I, I wonder if Lee Young confronts her about that. Because he – correct me if I'm wrong. Did, only a Psalm, I think, knows the truth, right? Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think – uh only him right what's what's weird is is that assam was the only one and the other guy like i forgot his name i, I it's been since season one because he bolo. killed him inside the house yeah bolo he killed bolo, bolo. yeah well he fights bolo <laughs> and then my ling like stabs bolo like in the neck and stuff because i i after kong pak said that i was like yeah wait what did happen so i rewatched the fight between bolo and assam mm-hmm. he kicks him Assam kicks him like one of the final kicks and he kicks him, but it like uh my Ling just stabs him like in the neck a couple of times or whatever in the back and in the neck a couple of times. And then I guess that's when she goes over and kills Long Z after Assam leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, maybe Assam doesn't remember or doesn't know or anything like that, but I don't know that she re- ever revealed to Lee Young what she did. In, in any of the other episodes. I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I don't remember her ever revealing that, but I do find it weird that young June said to father June, um, when he told him, you know, where he came from, where he was coming from, he, he told, he asked uh, father June, he said, how long do you think he's going to last? And that's when he said the follower reference. Right. And I was like, how do you know something mighty like something fishy went on with Long Z or something? Like, I think it's like I think it's a rumor yeah. around town that like yeah. that's how she got power because because she's turned into such a powerful individual and people are seeing more and more how uh, ruthless she can be mm-hmm. that it's like it's probably helping the theory like that was probably a rumor from the from the jump but everyone's like no the hopway we're in there and da da da, da. but then it's become more and more like with her i mean just ruthlessness it's, it's like that's probably a pre- prevalent rumor throughout chinatown because she yeah, her killing all the elders is definitely going to be like eye-opening for everyone now too it's just like it, it, it uh, unless everybody doesn't find out i don't know how they wouldn't find out with the uh the long z was the one that killed them so <laughs> What yeah, what Lee Young does in this next episode in terms of confronting her 
or figuring out what he's going to do because I think that's got to happen in the, in the next episode, he's got to confront her in some way, but mm-hmm. where does this relationship, where does this marriage go? But I also wonder, I wonder if she ends up, I don't know that they would do it this quick, but I, I do wonder if she would become pregnant and maybe Ooh. like, you know, that kind of changed, changed the me. situation up a little bit for Lee Young in some ways, but I, I this like Lee Young says, she she's gone too far this time. Like there's no there's no coming back from that. It, it's just a matter of how does Lee Young respond. I I kind of think I I think this has finally pushed him over the edge. So I don't think he threatens her in some way, but I don't think he is going to listen to her wholeheartedly. I mean, obviously he won't listen to her wholeheartedly anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that means he takes over the tong for himself. Or, or what that may mean for him. See, for him, to me, I think um, he he is probably going to put like finally put his foot down and say, "Look, you have to tell me everything that you're going to do, especially behind the back background, because some of these decisions you're making is really having really heavy ramifications on how our tongue is." I mean, I like that. I would if. You know, if I was him, I would be like, look, I like that you brought the two tongs together, that we're doing this business together, and there's no war between us and the halfway. But at the same time, you just killed all the elders without telling me, without, like, telling First of all, you took the third of the money. Secondly, you just killed all the elders. Now, now you have unchallenged rule. There's, I don't, and you just had me kill my best friend. For, you know, he almost killed you. Like, I did let him get a shot off. I'm not going to lie. He did get a shot off. If we're not, we're going to be real about it. He, he, he could have stopped him before he threw that knife. So that was his one chance. He said he missed. All right, now I gotta kill you. I'm sorry. But I like um, <laughs> sorry to cut you off, but I like the the part where in the fight they like you know they fight and they, they do a kick or whatever, and then it was like a realization of like Congrac's like, wait, my ling's right there. I'm gonna go after her, you know. It was like just like that that realization. There was a couple of times where that happens in the fight. That was just it wasn't fun. It was funny, but it was you know it's like oh snap, you gotta go. Like Lee Young's like oh oh snap, and he jumps over the 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 fountain and everything. Like it was it was a cool fight, man. It was a cool fight, but yeah, where it goes for for Lee Young. How how many of those fight scenes have you seen where like the person is like ends up next to the person? You just like, yo, why do you just go not? Why why don't you just go attack the person that you your primary yeah. target? <laughs> <laughs> like compact, compact, like looks and he does like a double take and like, oh. and the Leo's like, no, yeah, <laughs> no. <smile> like, no. <laughs> All right. To, to kind of go a uh, little bit further down for me, oh, I got one more thing with that with their whole wedding too. Um, well, there's some more that happened during the wedding, but um, I didn't like the fact that Assam and Lee Young didn't interact during this mm. whole wedding situation. I, I I feel like if I'm the brother, and that's going to be my brother-in-law, and you know, you almost killed me. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should still have like a conversation, like because now you just became family. Like we're not blood, but you're still you, you just became family. I do like that him and his sister kind of had a had a soft moment, but um also you know he's like you said it's always tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But I do wish that he they had a conversation with each other, like congratulating them, you know, congratulations, blah blah blah, and all that. I, I do wish that interaction did happen, kind of squash a beef of squash a beef here and there 
Yeah, I would have liked to, to have seen a, a moment between the two because, again, I think there is a there's still a little bit of unfinished business between the two of them, but also I could see it to where they both respect each other in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe I don't know if anything would happen in terms of like with Lee Young, does he take over the tong and kick my Ling out or does Lee Young just leave the tong and leave like everything behind and leave it to all to my Ling to kind of fend for herself. Then she's kind of on her own. Um, and then obviously Assam, which we'll get into Assam's on in some rough ground with the hop way. So is it where brother and sister are out on the outs? Like we've talked about previously in, in other episodes, mm -hmm. or is it Lee Young and Assam both out in some way? And the two best fighters in Chinatown are, are out of the, their respective tongs. I mean, I, I, I find it both interesting. It's probably the brother and sister, but I do like the idea of it being Lee Young and Assam. Oh, man, they start their own song. Oh, don't mess with oh. that one. Don't mess with that one. Right. And, and to think about it, they both have loyalty within their tongs to like, oh, yeah. They got enough loyalty between themselves to start their own song and oh, do yeah. their own thing. And it's just, Ooh, that would be woohoo, Michael. Ooh, that is that. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I, I didn't that even think cool. of that. That, and, that and, would be pretty. And speaking of a psalm talking to my Ling, I was curious what you thought. Was that, do you think that was her like appealing to her brother for real? Or is that again like her like trying to pull another ploy? Cause it was like she was trying to, it seemed like she was trying to convince him to be like, you know, on her side. Mm -hmm. But again, I don't, it's smiling so much is everywhere. I don't know what's true and what's not with her. Like, I don't know that she was appealing to a Psalm as a sister to a brother, like for real, like, I just want you on my side. Or is it just, you're trying to get the second best fighter in your tongue? Like, is, is that all it is? I, it, you know, with her, it, 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 I feel like it go either way, and and to me, it's like it's hard to take stuff genuine because of all the backstabbing and whatnot that she does. Yeah, she's conniving, and that, and you don't want to trust her words sometimes. Mm -hmm. But in this in this occasion, I don't trust her words. I really think that she's been doing this since since um since they figured out the business that she's been sowing seeds of doubt in. In Young June and also in Assam, like she mm -hmm. wants to break the hop way, and I think she knows that there are people that are very loyal to Assam, as we've seen. There's a lot of people in the hop way that are, are loyal to Assam, but then there's another thing where Legacy kind of gives Young June the 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 control of the hop way right now, and I think Father June sees that. It, well, like when he has, we, we'll talk about it soon, but I, when he has his moment of clarity, and I think that with um, with Assam, she knows that she can sow that doubt now because she knows that he's in love with the uh, with Yami, and also like there is doubt between there is friction between him and Young June right now. So I think to tell if if I'm being honest, I think she she's really just trying to sow sow more seeds of doubt. Like oh, I can go there. Hold on, for real. 
Nah, man. He's like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think this gonna. I think that those two. I think what's gonna happen. Hopefully, I, well, I think what's gonna happen between Myling and uh, Assam, like you said, I think they're gonna be the two on the outs, and they're gonna have to try to figure out a way to survive Chinatown together. Mm-hmm. I mean, very well. Tongs. Yeah, very well could be, because yeah, I mean, I, because, and, and speaking of Assam, he commands respect in a different way not just from the tongs but just from chinatown in general because mm-hmm. of obviously what he did in the riot um back in season two like he he is a figurehead that you probably want on your side more more than not and so like it's hard to take her at face value in that moment so it's it to me it was like i don't think you're appealing to him just as siblings would like i think you're just it's another game you're trying to play. And it's it's like it's tough. Like you can't even have a real conversation with your sibling because you know she's she's making moves and stuff like that. And then now with this move, I wonder like when new news spreads of what she's done, where how does Assam react to that as well? Like because mm. like if if Leong is again pushed to the brink. I don't, again, I don't think Leong's going to threaten Myling in any way, but I don't think he's he, going to go out of his way to protect her either. So mm-hmm. where does Assam fit into the, all that? And in, in, Because he's also trying to protect what he's got with Yan Mi. And, and because obviously there's things happening there where she's now in the crosshairs with Young June. And with that conversation between him and um and Assam inside during the wedding, also that conversation where don't get attached, like that that subtle threat that Young June did, I was just like, he's he, these are seeds, like he's watering some plants to like they're yeah. gonna this is gonna come to a head very very soon. Well, we only got two episodes, so it has to come very very soon. But yeah. um, th- this is definitely gonna come to a head, and then also like with. Father June, I know I keep skipping around, but with Father June just telling him, you know, Assam's not like uh, Leo. He's not. I'm sorry to give you that. Sorry to tell you the truth about him. Like, he might not like Assam, but he respects Assam. But I think the reason why he doesn't like Assam because he he feels like he's a snake within the the hop way. And Young June wants to just truly believe that Assam does not want to take over and i like what father june said he said i like he said uh yeah man i don't think he's ever going to like challenge my rule he said yeah i said the same thing about you and look what you did mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but he's doing it on his own volition you're doing it because you did it because the song was in your ear telling me to do it so it, i think their motivations are different to take over the hopway and um yeah. the young and with young me like him threatening her that's 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 to me that's a I think that was a subtle threat because of Father June, because of what happened to Father June. That's why he made that subtle threat. Yeah, and I I think something's going to happen with Father June, very maybe in this in this penultimate episode, mm-hmm. because of what happens where like like he talks about he has these moments of clarity where he like he's having that conversation with Young June out outside and he's totally fine. Like he's 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 with it. He's talking he he knows hong's name like he knows every like he knows everything and he's fine um which yeah i love by the way i love when hong's like in your pajamas hong 
Shut up and go inside. Like, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Right now. <laughs> that was great. I, I love Young. Uh, <laughs> but he has this moment of clarity and he's talking to, to Young June and he's, he's totally fine. Then towards the end of the episode, he's like freaking out because he's having one of these hallucinations to the point where he's like about to kill Young June because he thinks he's somebody else. Mm-hmm. And obviously he snaps out of it and he sees what he's done. I, I think that's shaking him to his core. And I think he does something to himself to make sure that he doesn't do anything to his son. And if that happens, I think that breaks young June and, and amplifies the collision course that he's on with the Psalm because it, it this is probably not, in relation to the bullet, but the bullet that he took in episode six has mm-hmm. seemed to have set up all these things happening to father June. And if father June ends himself, which I think is a high possibility because that, that look and that of that fear that he had when he realized what he did to young June, obviously he didn't kill him, but he was very close. Yes, he was. Young June's trying to like, Oh no, it's fine. Dad's it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. Father June is not going to be able to live with himself if he does something like that again. So I think he's he's going to do something to himself before he does anything to hurt anyone else. And that's just going to trigger young June to just to just go off because he's probably going to blame Assam for a lot of that. And like he said, Assam wouldn't challenge him for the tong to, to lead the tong. But like you people have been in his ear, like pushing this narrative, pushing their relationship to being further and further on the brink mm-hmm. to the point where the only person I think that could go either way is Hong. So, you know, I, I, and with, with with you talking about um Father June, he said some he, he had that saying, too, that that was the title of this episode. You know, when you're yeah. when you're in a fight, you know, when you're losing the fight, like when, when you've been yeah. in so many fights, you know, when you're losing. And that's that has definitely resonated with me. And um and like you said, him realizing like, oh, I've this is going to a, going too far. Like this whole this fever. I think he's having fever dreams or something. And these hallucinations It's just like, uh, yeah, I got it. I I feel like I'm being more of a detriment than a um than a positive for my son and his, mm-hmm. what's going on with him and that yeah I think probably next episode it's probably something's going to happen and I love Father June that's one of my he's been uh-huh. one of my favorite ones and it seems like he's been him when he left it feels like Young June couldn't run the business and like we we found out very quickly he cannot run this song and but you know father june coming back it just sucks that we didn't get enough of him helping young june probably run the uh tong and i i wish we got that i wish we got more of that interaction of him helping him with it with it than like really mm-hmm. not helping it well really most of the time he's been shot so um it's just i i yeah i see that happening with, with father june for sure i i'm which sucks i, I like i said I, i'm I just I, I do want him to 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 survive it, but I, I know he's probably not. And then um yeah. then the Hong situation. I like that I like that they were walking down the alleyway talking though. Like with him and him and young that, that like when you said it can go either way, 
because it seems like what last episode he was behind Assam. He was like, all right, what, what do you want me to do? Okay. No, unquestioned. Mm-hmm. Nothing was challenged. Mm-hmm. And him and Young June are having this, having this like this very personal um conversation. Like finally we find out the the singer's name, which is Marcel. Because I don't think we ever knew his name. Hey, I don't remember the name Marcel ever coming up. So I'm glad now that I've I feel validated that I was not <laughs> calling him by his name in previous episodes, that it was just the singer. And so now, yeah, it's Marcel. <laughs> Hey, we it's learned Marcel. something. Hello, Marcel. Welcome yeah, to right. Warrior. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and but I, I like that they were having this conversation too, because now we are gonna have like there is gonna be a consequence when they do finally clash with each other. Which way does Hong go? Like, does he go with the respect of having ultra respect for Assam as a fighter and as a leader with, with the uh Chinatown, or do we does he go with young June? Who he apparently has a more personal connection to, like he, him, the, like them having this conversation. I, I, you know, we haven't seen, I guess, from the background, him and Assam have this type of conversation. So, do we see that or uh, surprise? He leave. Well, Marcel staying in um in San Francisco for a little longer. Maybe he goes and hides out with him or something. I that that storyline is going to be very tricky, and I, I can't wait to see that one play out too. I, I hope and I don't know that we'll get a full on um, because there's so much other stuff happening. I don't know that we'll figure out necessarily with Hong. Like, I, I think Hong's going to have to choose. That's going to be not oh, a yeah. huge thing, but that's going to be a thing that comes up maybe in one of these upcoming episodes. But I think the the greater choice, like even it's it's a brief moment. Like you said, they're just walking down the alleyway and it's like a few lines back and forth. But. Hong's talking to Young June about Marcel and you know just letting him know about him. But I think there comes a point, again, another choice where it's like Marcel's not going to be in San Francisco for forever. Like he has residency right now, but eventually he's going to leave. I think Hong follows him. And I I, I don't think he, he stays around uh, because at first he probably will because, you know, that's like he's talked about all I've known is Tong tong life and the business and all that but mm-hmm. i think marcel shows him that there's more to that than than just that i think kong would leave for marcel but that's a choice that i don't know happens in this season because we only have two episodes left right and maybe that's something that happens next season but at the very least i think hong has to choose between the two um and maybe that's another thing that is set up for next season as well because there is just a lot happening or gonna happen in these next two episodes in terms of people that are on collision courses with each other Mm -hmm. and i think like next season well because we are going to get a next season i don't care i'm putting this in the i'm putting this in the universe there will be a season four warrior please do the next season i would say is probably going to be like how we got the, the like the background right here we got assam versus myling i think we're going to have assam versus young june type poster happening i think that's going to be really the whole season focus and then they're going to have another racist person come and try to take over or whatever but that's going to be like story b the story a is definitely going to be young june versus assam for you know control tires chinatown or something and um i yeah yeah because that, that's I, yeah the hong situation yeah i think that's going to play out later on some 
some other plays. I, I would like it to see it play out, but that would be too much at once. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. And I mean, for one, I just hope Hong has a happy ending. I just, if yes. anybody has a happy ending, I just hope Hong does because like, I loved, I made a note of it because like early on when my Ling's passing a toy chow and Assam and young June and all that Hong's in that lineup. Mm-hmm. And he just looks mesmerized by the whole thing. Like a toy's like, you know, she gives a you know a nod and like you know a happy nod or whatever. Uh, Hong's like he's just all excited, he's like mesmerized. His face made me laugh. Like I rewinded it, his face made me laugh so much. His just wonderment was just great. I love Hong so much. So that's why I want Hong to have a happy ending. Yeah, we need Hong. Hong happy ending. We're fine with it. I'm cool with him Please. riding off in the sunset. I'm I'm very much cool with that. As and, much and, as I love him being the string man. Right. <laughs> uh and speaking of like, you know, we were talking about the wedding and the one of the interesting aspects about the opening of the episode is that they're juxtaposing it with Mayor Buckley's speech, right? Mm-hmm. And talk you you brought up like another racist dude. Talk about a racist dude that was just straight up just hating and being a racist piece of, you know, what. Mm-hmm. And it was a just like this, like nice wedding, you know, everyone's happy and stuff. And then you cut to hate speech over here. This guy, uh, like it was just like, a, they're people like, I don't know what you, what yeah. are you doing? Like, the, like, like Chow says, uh, Chinese people do get married too, you know? Yeah. It, it was weird for him because he, he it's weird because the first time we see Buckley really interact with a Chinese person is with Mai Ling. And it's like on a business standpoint, I guess, you know, the only thing you can't be racist with is with green. And as long as you're making money, that's cool. But it, it feels like he's forgetting that you are making money off these people, too. So you might want to like you might want to keep a few of them around if that's what you if it, I understand that you want to try to get the Irish their their work and everything like that. But I mean. I mean, I don't mean to say it's in a bad way, you know, me being a black person and everything, but it, like, you know, it's it's cheap labor, you know, and why would you want to get rid of that labor if, like, I understand the Irish are angry, and that's probably most of your votes, and also, I guess, legal votes, but y'all got railroads to build, and you got all these these vineyards popping up in, 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 the, uh, in Sonoma and things like that, like, you would think that you would want to keep them around for that type of labor like and I, his his platform doesn't make any sense to me i i've, I've never understood that that part is like maybe no I, I just don't i don't understand it it's just it bothers me it, that I, that part of the story bothers me i think strickland is gonna step in and be like we're not doing that like we're <laughs> i think because again his big thing was i just want somebody i can can control i couldn't mm-hmm. control the other guy i can control buckley Cause like, I think as we see towards the end of the episode, when Strickland gets home, he has Chinese labor at his house. Right. Right. And I I have a feeling that he's not going to be willing to go the route that Buckley's going because he does want the cheap labor and he needs the labor for this big project that he's working on and pulling the strings for. So I think he switches things up for Buckley in an unexpected way that Buckley wasn't prepared for. Um, but also 
is going to put him and Leary on a collision course, which they seem to be already kind of be button heads, right? Like it, it felt mm-hmm. like because like Strickland, he, terrible person, villain, and all that, but he oh, does yeah. have a point. Like the Donahue boys were idiots. Like there's really like why would you waste time with that when you when you are a villain of that nature? You have other fish to fry, if you will. And you have other things to do. And so it's like, these two idiots are not on my list. Like, but obviously Leary is trying to prove a point that to the Irish that he's leading them and he's going to take care of them no matter what. So I get Mm -hmm. Leary's perspective, but I think Strickland also challenges him to not just think like, think outside the box. Don't do what you normally do, um, which is a good lesson for him. But at the same time, it's going to put them at odds. It feels like. I think what he was telling and when he also what he was telling Larry in that situation is like, yo, this is there's a time and place. Maybe not right after he gets yeah. sworn in as the mayor. Do you try to like start putting in your you know your chips? Yeah, it was, like let's yeah. Larry, like what are you thinking? Like, this is not the time <laughs> to be doing that. Like, I get their thing is tomorrow, but like you'll yeah. I think you could wait a day. I think you'll be fine. It it's kind of crazy that he kind of in in that same like vein when he was talking to Strickland when he was talking to Donahue's father mm-hmm. he kind of like was mirroring what Strickland told him he's and, and like you know my and also what he told uh, O'Hara when he sat down at the bar he's like yeah my boys wouldn't have been stupid enough to get pinched <laughs> so exactly like, you know and I, I I think his loyalty towards the Irish and then his his friendship or whatever, whatever. I, once again, I think he's kind of going to be used as the sword, kind of how like my Ling is used in Lee Young. I think mm-hmm. that Strickland is trying to use now starting to look like he's molding O'Leary to become that, that sword for him. So like, because mm-hmm. he used the Irish to go fight at, um, in Sonoma. And, um, I think that's where, where their relationship kind of starts to strain a little bit because, once again, I don't think O'Leary knows anything that Strickland has planned, and he doesn't know that Strickland. He probably does. Well, he has been in Strickland's house, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has Strickland house. Okay, yeah. so he's been in Strickland's house, so he knows that he's using Chinese labor to, mm-hmm. you know, tend the house and everything like that. So it's just it feels like a lot of things are happening behind O'Leary's back. And like I actually watched, uh, it's kind of weird, but I watched the thirty second. Uh, preview. I never watched thirty second preview. This time I did, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this is about to get." He said, "Oh, you wanted the gangster. Now you got the gangster." Oh, he said, "Oh no, you haven't seen the gangster yet." So I haven't seen like, the gangster yet. Yeah, I was. I'm pretty excited to see what happens next episode between those two because it does seem like Strickland. Was, I mean, uh, Strickland has been using O'Leary to get those votes, and now he pretty much doesn't need O'Leary anymore. He yeah. was a tool. He, he's he's I think Strickland looks at a lot of people as tools and mm-hmm. he looked at he's looked at and probably still does Leary as a tool to to further his agenda. But Leary, obviously, he, he doesn't view himself that way. And so there is going to be a coming to terms moment for 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 that relationship. But also with. I wonder how, because lie being within strickland's house in the mansion and if you saw the 30 second preview you also saw what i saw which was that lie seems to strike in the next episode with the sword 
towards who I don't know. Maybe to maybe it's more so to the the, the guy that was like heading up. Like it wasn't Strickland technically; it was the bodyguard or whatever. Um, maybe that's who she's going at, or she could be going at Strickland. I don't, I, you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she seems to be making her move next episode. Ah, man, I hope she stays okay. Uh, but you know, where does that put Leary and 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 Strickland? Because I think they have to have a moment together before Lied strikes. Yeah, I, I think that's what's going to happen first, and then uh, her. I think this is like when we saw her last. She was just, you know, playing pot, not playing possum. She was just, you know, disguised herself as one of the maids and kind of like maybe getting the layout lay of the land and seeing yeah. like, all right, we're this. She's definitely been scouting. Here. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Since last episode, we saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, each each time at the end of the episodes, now we see her kind of like getting closer and closer to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slowly <laughs> but surely. In. Now she's actually in. She's in the house. So. Did, did you uh, okay? Did you have the same satisfaction? I I, I know I'm kind of skipping a little bit, but we're thinking with the O'Leary, well O'Hara right now. Did you have the same satisfaction that I did when O'Hara beat the brakes off of Atwood? Yes, because I had Game of Thrones jumping out of the bed hypeness that I had. Well, like when uh when Arya stabbed the Night King, mm-hmm. that that was on the level when he body slammed. Atwood. It was good. It was a good body slam. It was good. I have been waiting so long for somebody to beat up Atwood that I'm glad it was Bill. I was a little worried about Bill for a while there because it turns out Atwood does have some hands. Yes, he does. I can't discredit it. He's a hateful psychopath, but he does got he got a little bit of hands. He was ducking and like pulling hooks, and you know, it was like, oh my god, this guy actually moves very well. Uh, but and he like when he headbutts Bill, Bill, and and he's like, he's got these crazy eyes going. It's like, oh my god, like that dude was wild. I love that scene though. I love the fight. I love Bill. Like, like you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Why not? <laughs> and he proceeds to to at first he he looked like he was struggling a little bit, um, yeah. yeah. But well, he then he gets that second win and and beats Atwood down. And I, I, I was so satisfied in that moment. It was great. I love that Bill did that. I love now. Does he end up in jail? Like he thinks he, he like he tells his wife, like, mm-hmm. I think they're coming to get me in jail. And as we see in the preview, Buckley does come see Bill, but is it him arresting Bill or is it something along the lines of him hiring Bill back? Ooh. Cause Ooh. you know, like, I can't see Bill getting arrested for that. Like, I I feel like there's something more for Bill to do and, and for him to get to beat up Atwood. I think, I don't know what Atwood would have done to, to upset Buckley or if it's a Leary pulling, uh, pulling a Strickland card in terms of getting him hired in some way. Like, I don't, I don't know what, which way it's going to roll. I I think, and this is, I think Buckley starts to get like uh, um, a semblance of, oh, they got a counterfeit, um, a counterfeit operation going on in uh, Chinatown. He might need Bill to head up a Chinatown's task force or something like that mm-hmm. because he knows Chinatown in and out. This is just conspiracy theory thing. I'm just throwing throwing something out, but um, I think he's going to need him to try to beat the federal agents to getting the plates to have Mosley underneath his thumb. 
so he can get the plates back. I don't know. Maybe just just you know, just throwing some theories out. Somebody but. did well. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Strickland and Leary talking in the um in the crowd when it was something about like, yeah, Buckley's making a pull for for governor at some point. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's it's him if he if that is the case. Maybe it's something along the lines of him trying to earn favor to eventually be governor at some point. Ooh, yes, maybe. Yeah, I, I hope. I, 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 I want to see it, but I'm probably going to be wrong about this. Probably he's going to become <laughs> chief of police because he beat the mess out of Atwood and he can't trust Atwood because he like clearly, well, he has hands, but he lost, you know, you know, you know Victor goes to spoil. So, and I don't know that there much happens with the accounting job, like, you know, that, that bill gets with, with Horace. Cause I think there's still some like, like Horace is going to say something and Bill's just going to snap and like punch him in the face or something. Like he's going to like push him a little too far. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the wife did get Bill into the accounting job, but like they were very much thumbing their nose down at Bill for like for you know just in general. So, but maybe it's where he gets the the police chief job and he could just quit the accounting job and doesn't have to to beat anybody up and <laughs> horses or anything like that. Uh, maybe it's something along those lines. You just walk up, say I quit, and dip out. Oh yeah, I, like yeah. Did you have a moment though when he hit him on the ground when Bill finally got him on the ground and he told him get to your feet? I was I'm not gonna lie, I was a little scared that like Atwood would like have some like shiv or knife or something and just stab Bill. And I would have been like, I can't deal with this right now. This is too emotional for me. I I gotta turn this off. I didn't expect him to have a knife, but I did just expect like at first I thought he was really just gonna beat the brakes off of Bill and Bill wasn't gonna stand a chance. Like when he almost lets Bill fall, but he catches him, and Bill like has that you know wakes up <laughs> moment. Mm-hmm. Before that, like when he's starting to fall, I was like, oh my god, like they're just not gonna let Bill win this. Like, oh, this is gonna be bad. And then it, obviously he he doesn't. I, so I wasn't necessarily worried about Bill, but I not that he would die, but I was definitely worried about him losing this fight. It definitely felt like he, they were gonna have him lose this fight in some way. Because it looked like he was like, um, when he was like, please stop. Please stop. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. Like, oh, no. Stop talking. Bam. And it's like, oh, it's great. It's great. Love it. Good job, Bill. I also found it very funny when he got home and he wouldn't talk. But he was like, like sitting there getting every piece of thing that you need to drink whiskey. <laughs> And his wife I, I was like, asking. I like the wife was just like kind of with him and then starts drinking with him, you know. <laughs> I thought that whole conversation, I thought maybe one of the kids were coming down the steps seeing their dad bloodied up again. Mm-hmm. It's like the third time in their life. And I was like, those kids have to be traumatized by the things that have happened to oh, their yeah. father. All jacked up. All <laughs> jacked up. Oh, man. Uh, so uh, I wanted to go to one more fight scene that happened, one that definitely you know I, I, guys yeah i know everybody knows my love for a toy i was so happy to see like it looks like she's at full strength now like i don't I, maybe she's at full strength but like very close to it wish she did in that alleyway i don't i don't know if it was like a like a mortal combat reference with the with the the <laughs> fan blade yeah. But it made me think of Katana and like she just sliced both the dude's throats, bites off uh, Ming Yu's nose, and then mm-hmm. just obliterates him. Obliterates him. 
it, 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 because like last what was it two episodes ago she was having trouble with him like yeah. like she was almost to a point to where she was about to get killed so this time around she was practically in the same position like with you know with i think i don't think he had a knife this time though i think he was it was his aunt i don't if i, I think they were right just there. yeah they were just holding her i don't think they had any knives or anything like that so him having practically her in the same position and this time she's able to get out of it with those with the yeah like you said the katana knives of uh, what the katana uh fan blades i was like oh this is this is awesome i i, I was i was hyped i don't care I, like i was so hyped like between her and bill beating up the the people that they needed to beat up i was i was excited to watch it and then assam slides in in the last seconds like you good you good <laughs> hate weddings hate them hate, hate weddings that's great <laughs> I like that they referenced that from like when she was talking to Chow. Like Chow was like, "Oh, you really do hate weddings or something like that." <laughs> you really do, yeah. And, and I'm glad. Like I thought, I wasn't sure if Ming Yu would be like a problem for a long time, and it, it no, he lasted for a little bit, and now he's gone. Don't have to worry about him anymore. It was yeah. I think I think it it was definitely showcasing seemingly that she's if not at full strength at like 90, 90% or something like that. She was, she, she felt like she was okay during, during that fight. It was a great fight. It was great. You know, oh yeah. I was, I was very happy to watch it. I was like, all right. Yeah. All right. She's back. We're going to have, she might, she, I think, she, I don't know. I wonder it, now this might sound crazy. She might've sent lie there to kind of do covert ops. To like go check out the lay of the land. Maybe she, I, she could have. Yeah, she could that, have. And I'm hoping, like, maybe, like, at the last second, maybe Lai's about to, like, something's about to happen to Lai, and then all of a sudden, this time, she's the one that comes and saves Lai. Maybe that, maybe that's the thing that happens, because, you know, That'd first, be cool. what, second episode, first episode, Lai saves her, she comes mm -hmm. back and saves Lai. It feels like that seems like the way these, epi the way some of these fights have gone mm -hmm. um, throughout this whole entire series I, I that's what i'm hoping uh, because i, I, I so definitely too. don't want to see nothing happen to lie because she's a good character too yeah yeah definitely i hope i i hope uh it, it would it would make sense right like it would make sense because i feel like if she, if a toy loses lie that would just do even further damage to her in terms of protecting the the girls and everything so i, I would hope that she comes to lies aid in some way but i you know how that happens i don't i don't know mm -hmm. And uh, one more thing about well, one more thing for me about the wedding that um, I think was um, pretty eye opening was like Lee starting to really put pieces together. And Mosley, like what Mosley says, like, I think I've been looking at the wrong. I think I've been looking at this the wrong way the whole time. And Lee was like, uh, it, Lee, I forgot what Lee said. And um, the tongs, he said, you don't think you don't find it weird that the tongs are here together. Like they're yeah. happily at a wedding together. It was like, no, it's a wedding. <laughs> but yeah, Mosley, um, yeah, Mosley had no idea. And it was like Lee's like, no, this is like, why are they together right now? <laughs> and him seeing Yami at the at the at the wedding kind of started putting those putting those uh pieces together. Mm -hmm. This wedding, like, is gonna have so many different ramifications now legally, also with the federal government now looking probably going to be looking at uh the long z for the counterfeit when previously they really had no idea that the long z was even attached to this and but i think with lee is where does he go because like chow kind of pushes him like 
you're you're a strange man lee sometimes you follow the law sometimes you don't sometimes you save people sometimes you murder people like just kind of goes by the day right like it was something along those lines but it it, lee's putting it together but Mm -hmm. i wonder if i mean obviously he wants to get out of his situation so does he put it together and and you know figure it out and maybe he's the one that finds the fake money at uh yan mi's house um mm. and then you know mosley and and lee get a hold of her and then we go from there or you know where where does it go but does chow's like words kind of kind of hang over lee's head in some ways because he, he he's like yeah because one he's they have to have a middleman somewhere somebody has to be facilitating between them and I already know there's only one person in Chinatown that has that type of connection to when, mm-hmm. between both the songs, and mm-hmm. it's you. But, and it's and, you. you know, it kind of puts a strain on their new friendship. Well, yeah, I guess new friendship that they, I mean, you know, they survived going to Georgia together. They killed the guy together. It, it's, they, they've As done you a, do. They've done, yeah. yeah, you know, you go to As Georgia, you do, survive. Man. I didn't yeah, know you, you know. had to survive Georgia. <laughs> Crazy things in Georgia, yeah. <laughs> And then also what I liked about about when they first started talking to Chow was like, do we have more cousins to kill? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I like that. that. Great. There's some funny moments in this episode. I, I, I mm-hmm. would say there's some really good funny moments, some brutal moments, but some very funny moments in this episode. <laughs> yeah. and But I, I, I wonder, like, again, Chow's words to Lee, I think, get him thinking in mm. a lot of ways. And, and we'll have to wait and see where that goes. But that definitely... Uh, I think that definitely leaves Lee in an interesting spot because does he want to push it or does he just, I mean, he really just wants to get out from under the thumb of Mosley. So mm-hmm. where does it go? I, I We will see. Hopefully, well, we're probably going to see last episode. I mean, it's so weird as we only have two more episodes left of this show. Only two uh, more. We're almost there. So much happened like this. Oh, so much happened this episode. I think we talked about the, mostly it was the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a lot um, of fallout from that wedding. Oh my gosh, so much. I, I and then also Lee seeing Assam and Yami together too when they were outside of her uh shop definitely like yeah. probably solidified everything for him. Like, oh, we were looking in the right spot, we just weren't looking in the right spot. Yeah, he's putting the pieces together. He's got, I, I think Lee has it figured out, but whether he tells Mosley, that's going to be the question. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. I think he's going to talk to Bill. I, yeah, I think he's going to talk I to could Bill see about that. it first. I could see that. Or, well, like he, like, well, yeah, he talked to kind of talk to Chow about it, but I think Bill's going to be the one to kind of like push him each, either way. He's going to yeah. sway him to either way. I could see that. I could see that. And have you seen the memes where they make it made the uh like when him Chow and Abigail were standing over uh Happy Jack's body and they was like uh talking about they were gonna be they they uh show like a rap album like this is like the next <laughs> gangster rap album and it's those three standing over him. I didn't see that. I know I didn't know that, but that's great. That's great. That's <laughs> Sorry. I love that. Sorry, it just popped in my head. I was just I, like, <laughs> yeah, I know that's great. I. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great album cover. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a sweet. And then they put it in like dark in there. It was it was cool. I'm sorry, my bad. I, it, it came on by when I was thinking about. It. I was like, yeah, that that's was funny. That would be a pretty sweet one. <laughs> that's sorry, guys. One. My ADD going there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else from this episode that you uh, had written down? 
No, I think that we covered everything that I wanted to cover. Yeah, it was just it was just a cram packed episode, man. Yeah, yeah, this is really, really, and this this episode, like I said, I don't know why it just feels like it's short, but so much happens in that short yeah. amount of time span, and it's almost an hour long show, and I'm like. It just feels like it went by so quickly. I, I guess because of yeah. all the action and all the storyline, really the storyline moving forward, as in like other shows that we did not get to see like this. It's, yeah. And but um, <laughs> but this show just feels like it, it's going by quickly, but at the same time, like the action is amazing. The storyline is very well written and very well acted, and yeah. I really, really like that part of the show. Like it just. It feels like everything's still moving forward. Even when they did the whole Wild West episode, they still moved the story forward somehow. They still evolved that that storyline into this one with, you know, Father June being shot and going through all the fever dreams and things. So I'm definitely very I'm, I'm excited for the next two episodes, to tell the truth. Yeah, I mean, I I I think it's going to be really interesting to see where we go in these last two episodes, because, again, like the relationships have broken right like the, the relationships that we've seen whether it's young june and assam whether it's lee young and my ling you know whoever else you want to put in there the relationships are going to be tested in these like final two episodes and really i think a lot of them are again like i've said put on collision courses for each other to where it's going to end badly for a lot of people. And so it's just going to depend on how things shake out where people, you know, how, how willing are people, uh, how far are people willing to go in these next two? Because I think Assam is going to do anything in his power to protect Yan me. Um, you know, if, if that's, if that button is pressed by a young June, that's, I think that's a deal breaker for, for, uh, Assam. But also, I think Father June doesn't make it past episode nine. I just I have a hard feeling that he makes it past episode nine. And that's going to set off a chain reaction in, in a lot of ways. And then again, Lee Young is going to have to confront Mai Ling. Oh, yeah. That's another one where that relationship has changed forever. And I don't know that Lee Young can trust her. And, and again, I think one of them is out of the tongue. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he killed like I don't think he kills her or does anything like that. He would never do that. Like that's not him. But mm -hmm. him leaving the tong or him just taking things over, kind of pulling a, a her type thing, I could see that. This is that that's that that storyline is going to be very interesting to see because dependent no matter what, I think Assam gets um is out of hopway either this episode or i mean episode coming up or next episode yeah i think he's out of the hopway by by the time this season ends the interesting part is seeing which one of the long z top people leave is it going to be myling or is it going to be lee young yeah stay tuned and find out y'all stay tuned stay tuned and listen to uh warrior cast when you do yeah, you know, because we're going to break that bad boy down. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and uh, I just want, so now since we're done with the, the episode and we got to, to break it down a lot, you had another sub stack. Did you not? Uh, it was all about Secret Invasion. I did uh, have another article that came out about Secret Invasion. And I kind of went to, to 
had some beef with it. <laughs> so I kind of like not beef. I shouldn't say that, but I kind of like, I don't want to say went in on it, but I definitely like brought up some different things that I just couldn't vibe with, with secret invasion. So I did release another article. It's out on uh Substack, just producer, If you want to check out the latest article there. And also he has an article about why you should watch warrior. And then yes. also, you know, tune into warrior cast yeah, and, and, yeah. and also comic cast. Uh, we <laughs> both podcasts, both warrior on the cruising podcast feed and comic cast available on all your favorite social, not social, all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. I promise I could say it right. I got there eventually. <laughs> we'll, we'll have another chance. We'll promise I, because I'm, <laughs> I make so many mistakes, <laughs> but um, yeah. So your sub stack is, is doing, I'm, I like reading. I like reading about especially different shows and Thank reviews you. of them. And definitely when we have like, um, not difference in opinion, but like when I'm reading, I'm just like, yeah, I completely agree about a uh, secret evasion. It's not. Yeah. It, it, what did you say? I think you said it's a good show. This it's a bad show disguised as a good show or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, that was yeah, that was the title. It was a, it was a good show disguised as, or is a bad show disguised as a good show. That's like Wiley Coyote. Yeah, the devil. It All scrolled right. us basically. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yes, that oh, um, that should have been. That's a good title right there. Oh, uh, so that is the end of Warrior Cast. Uh, hopefully, y'all have enjoyed it. Um, we've you know talked about episode eight of Warrior, you know, whole wedding situation. We also got to talk about a little bit about secret invasion and some of the things going on in the nerd community. So, with that, where you can find the cruising podcast and also Warrior Cast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon. YouTube and anywhere else you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Warrior Podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates of shows on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nice Town Minus. And with and Michael, where can they find you? They can find me on social media at producer Mike975 on all the apps, the the threads, the 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 Twitter or X, whatever. You can find me at producer Mike975, Instagram, all the places. And then, like I just said, I I'm, I have a Substack. I'm starting to write. I have two pieces up so far. I'm working on some more um, eventually in due time, but uh, I do have some more pieces coming. But it's producermike.substack.com if you want to go subscribe and check out things there. And then Comic Cast, the podcast I host with Jong Lee. Uh, just search it on all your podcast platforms, your favorite one of choice. Uh, just search uh, Comicast, C-O-M-I-C-A-S-T, and we will have issue 497 out this coming Wednesday, uh, August, was that, 9th? So Ninth. check it out. That's and, all uh, the stuff. That's all the stuff. <laughs> I got no more plugs. And also, please leave a rating and review on each of each of our podcast feeds. Please also, do. And subscribe to the subscribe sub stack. And is there a rating review system on there? There's uh there's not a rating and review, just subscribers uh and just sharing is the biggest thing for, for that. So if you find the article like Secret Invasion, please share it if you want to. I mean, it's fine if you don't, it's cool. Uh and then my substack is is free. I should I should mention that as well. A lot of people, you know, and like maybe I'll get there at some point, but I, I'm not like trying to charge anybody for anything. So all everything's free. So if you want to check it out, uh, subscribe to it. It'll it'll be sent to your uh, 
email inboxes when new uh, posts go up. So make sure you guys do that. And also, you know, like I said, leave a like and subscribe on the YouTube. Also leave a rating and review on the podcast. You know, five stars. That would be, you know, amazing. And uh, with the ratings and review, just in case people, uh, why, why do podcasts ask for it? Because it helps with our visibility and more people get to see what happens whenever you put a rating and shows engagement and things like that. So exactly. I appreciate it, you know, so uh, we appreciate it. And uh, with that, I would like to say, I love all of you guys. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll catch you guys later. Deuces.